Papa, how do you pronounce it, Ed? Gif. Okay. It's Gif. Okay. Like, would Gif? I don't get. Like, why would you call it a Gif? Because you call it a G. G unit. Ah. Oh, okay, makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah, I, English, English is I don't. You see, English is not easy. I know American mm-hmm. English may complicate things. It's a gift. No, American is not even English. Yango, hoopla chupla. They are just making stuff up as they go along. So we don't take it's those so- guys seriously. So you know the weird thing, even though I did Cambridge, right? I should type Kakawanda in Cambridge English, right? But there are moments when I have to Google uh, a word and then a typer. So for example, words Akaita Sana realize. We could you can either put a Z or an okay. S. I, I have moments where I Google that and I'm like, did I write it the correct way in terms of UK English? And then I realized, no, Danyora in in American English. And I have to like correct myself so i i don't know what happened between like learning uk english and then somehow ending up writing it as american english but i'm just like i'm like all over the place i'm just like i don't even know what am i do i say i'm british (laughs) or do i say i'm american i'm english (laughs) there's someone who's african you are supposed to be a british person because you know we're colonized by the british by the brits but yeah, so we, we should rebel against that. We should rebel against them and their language. Mm. So Valentine. Yes. Yes. Uh, we're supposed to record. I am recording. What? You lie. Yeah. Since when? Like two, ten minutes ago. Probably five. Ten minutes, minutes ago. ago? <laughs> Dude, no way. Stop and restart. <laughs> this is the way it's supposed to go. I was saying stuff in confidential, okay? <laughs> I thought no, it was no. just you, me, and Ed, okay? Let me be honest. Okay. Let me be honest. When I started recording, it was when Ed came back. So when you started saying, how do you pronounce it? That's actually when I started, when I started recording. Ah, okay. That's fine. Okay. I'll never do you like that before. Now people will, be, people will be wondering, what was this guy saying? Wow. Like, I wonder, guys, I got lied, keep, yeah. If you want to know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so, hi, everyone. Um, welcome back um, to yet another episode of Technicari. Uh, for all of those who don't know how to pronounce it, Tinashe, I'm calling you out. Um, uh, yeah, this is the podcast where we talk about anything anything tech related really uh sometimes we ramble and some other times like the really weird times we go off course like last week we ended up spinning out another episode called um, technically extra and in that one it was not even anything tech related we went to cooking we went to pizza we went to whatever but hey festive season we're just in that mood of okay what are we making um that was around christmas time and now we are at New Year's, um, so happy New Year to, to everyone. Um, I'm not only um, here by myself. Um, as always, I'm joined by Ed and and Valentine. Yeah, I'm Ed. I'm over here. I think you know me from, from the videos. If you don't watch the videos, you'll know me better. You know, you, you too, you have it easy, hey? Ed can be like, oh, yeah, you know me from the videos. Valentine can be like, oh, yeah, you know me from the blog. And I'll be like... 
oh yeah, you don't know me, but yeah, I'm here in the code. You know, I'm I'm behind the scenes of all all this stuff that you see, pouring text on. But yeah, Valentine, how are you? I'm good. I'm eating nuts, so I'm in a happy place. Hmm. Enjoy your nuts. I can't eat nuts. Allergic to nuts. It's a it's a whole interesting story, but yeah. So if a faro ever does anything to you, all you need to do is threaten him with a peanut and you'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Ha, <laughs> Valentine. Okay. Um, so, yeah, so festive season. Um, it's a time of giving. Um, I remember a couple of episodes ago, probably two or three episodes ago, we actually were sharing our own like wish lists of what we would want. Um, in 2020 um i don't know uh did anyone get what they wanted <laughs> no yeah. you guys forgot about me yeah. i was home alone and you guys didn't like even send me a present to say valentine it's been a beautiful six months working with you here is a <laughs> new you know water-cooled tower with all the fixings enjoy your gaming Nobody yes. Someone salty. <laughs> Very salty. Oh man. Ed, Ed. Nothing. Hey, uh, it was. I got a bunch of stuff for people, but none for me, unfortunately. I was being a good guy this year. Mm. So, so what did you get for people? Like, I mean, um, smartphones, um, laptops, whatever you're talking about here. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was pretty much. A smartphone, just a oh, smartphone, okay. a Huawei Mate 10. Yeah, a Huawei Mate 10. Okay, so this actually ties into what we're going to be talking about today, which is um, buying secondhand phones um, or gadgets, pretty much. So whether it's a phone or it's a, it's a laptop or, or whatever, and like how you'd probably go about that, what experiences we've we've had um with that and yeah uh if you want to be a good person unlike us as valentine says uh, you might want to get something for for your friends and family um even though it's past christmas it's like hey it might be new year or hey here's a present to get into into 2021 i'm not promising anything valentine i'm not even saying i'm getting you anything um it's <laughs> painful man like i like seriously i haven't gotten a christmas present since 2017, mm. and the present was from someone I didn't even like. You know how, how harsh <laughs> that is. <laughs> when you're sworn in and he brings you a gift, I was like, "What the hell, man?" It was a good <laughs> gift, so, so, before I'm expectant, what a cool PC. I, I prefer Nvidia graphics cards, please. Very specific. Like, Very like specific. Seven i7 pro like processors together, like stuff in this I want this to last forever. Mm. If the man is Zeon. <laughs> um, so yeah, what have what have been um, your experiences um with with buying um second hand um gadgets, whether it's devices of smartphones or whatever? Or should I go first? Yeah. People just went silent again. Sorry, oh yeah, go first. go first. Oh no, no, you go first. You go first. He must me? go first. Oh, yeah. Valentine. No, like yes, Valentine go first. Go. No, Rufar <laughs> go first. Okay, two against one. 
clearly I've lost this battle. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Majority wins. Oh, I can be a dictator. Yes, I am the host after all. So uh, yes. Oh my god. Time to you use the card. <laughs> you know the, the evil smile. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but no, uh, no, I won't. I won't do that. So, so my experience with with secondhand gadgets. So, really, I uh, got my first from Asia. Uh, I started like interacting with tech at a really young age. Um, I remember getting a mini laptop. Uh, so one of these, I don't have a picture, but one of those tiny laptops where it's almost like it's a toy, but it's not. And after that, um, flip phone, not flip phone, sliding phone, it was a Samsung. And then after that phone, that's when I got into what you call it, swapping and, and topping. So you'd get a new phone uh, by going to a flea market and then you'd give them and then pay up more money and get, get a better one. And being in Harare, that was like Avondale. So pretty much anything you ever wanted, um, if you're in Harare, it would be Avondale or similarly, we ended up getting a flea market as well. But as far as I'm concerned, Avondale was closer and it was it was the go-to place. And then also um, was gaming at that time. So console gaming, so I did a PS, I, I, timelines are, uh, are hazy for me. So I probably PS2, 3, um, somewhere there. Um, and then games, again. Go to Avondale with a game, give your 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 dealer there. The dealer sounds like we're talking about drugs over here. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, give is that not the word that says dealer? <laughs> oh, yes. dealer? Give that guy. Um Sala. give that guy your old game, extra money, and they give you a better game. Or if you wanted to change your console, same thing. Um so I ended up, for me, it was like, I ended up forming a relationship with one particular person. So I knew that whenever I needed something, I'll just go to Avondale, go to that specific table and then talk to this guy, tell him what I want. And then you would get me that stuff if he didn't have it or you would give me from, from what he has. And that was good, never straight away um, because I think that's like one of the one of the things that I was afraid of, of because you always hear these experiences of okay, someone bought um, a secondhand um, console or a phone or whatever, and it wasn't working or, or or something was wrong with it. So I was like, ah, let me deal with this one person. I trust them uh, in quotes because hey, you, how much can you really know a person? Uh, but that's a philosophical thing now, Valentine. <laughs> we could end up going into that rabbit hole. Do you really Let's know your family? We have time. Like, we have do time. you really know, like, really, really know them? Um, the secrets. Mm. The so for me, you're sleeping. <laughs> because, you know, I, I, I was fear getting smothered in, smothered in my sleep, but that's, that's the point. Refer to it. No, tangent for another day, Valentine. Um, <laughs> so, in terms of experiences, mine were really good. Um, I, I I never had like one of those situations of I got something and it wasn't what I expected to get. And I think that's just because I was lucky. Like I, it's never got to that point. Either, you know, I got saved because something else happened um, that then caused me not to get that thing um, or yeah, I was just getting the, the really good deals. So that was really fortunate. Um, 
and it was mostly yeah mostly games consoles and android smartphones had an iphone at one point um this was the iphone 3g i think and having it was probably for hey i might even say like have you know if two weeks passed like i i wouldn't consider it a phone that i ever used and the way i got it again was through this whole system of yeah you swap you top up and you get that um so expenses were good for me um but then i changed from from buying secondhand phones so i then um just decided you know what if i'm ever going to get a gadget it has to be brand new boxed uh, mainly because i feel like it's too much work to like figure out if a device is 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 good for you to to buy if it's second hand and also just that feeling of you take the box and you're the first one to open it and start using the device you do that whole setup the unboxing experience you see you might like but dude you can still put the phone even if it's second hand in a box seal it and you pretend but there's the problem you pretend like you're opening a box to brand new phone um but that's just me it's one of the sorty things i was about it if you remember because our laptops they weren't boxed um oh yeah the box i was like uh and the one plus as well was not boxed so twice in a row uh, it's a sign <laughs> um, but i still feel like that's a better scenario of you know it was boxed generally and it's not second hand but hey i could go on talking uh, what have been your experiences um i don't know valentine or ed valentine let's um, hear it ah, goodness ah, i'm enjoying these nuts so let me just need to talk mm, okay this again the whole why meeting is because rivaro insisted insisted that we must do the recording today we must stay consistent and i'm proud of him for that but then again it just came in when i'm having breakfast so okay. wait it's like it's like 5:32 remember i i i forgot to reset the alarm to eat at 10:30 so you know you just forget and it's just yeah ah okay so my experiences um um i i haven't bought one in four years i think it was four years yeah back to buying another i think it was an s2 um and it was a flea market sort of s2 and it was just a, like a stopgap device um because i think i just needed something to use at the time um if was this around about the time when i lost my my Nokia Lumia so yeah um yeah it was just a device that i needed and like with everything i just you know i i didn't trust it i knew it was going to be a short term thing um because like Rivaro uh well where Rivaro is now back then I was like I want a box device I'd rather put the money into something that I'm getting brand new myself rather than to invest in something that is second hand um that I'm going to say is going to be my daily driver I'm not saying that you can't get a daily driver that um that is second hand but that's just how I feel about it I want to be the, the you know first owner like with vehicles like the first owner of something so um with that phone I just did the regular pre-flight checks um just check the battery uh check the screen look dense scratches um this room is actually pretty good because the guy who I got it from was like no if you have any problems they just bring it back um so i never really did have any problems with it i ended up selling it off later but the back to the same person um 
but the whole experience was good because at least he was transparent enough to show me like everything and then show me that it was charging properly i think they had recently replaced the um, it what you call it that charging module at the bottom with the charging port or something because those used to go yeah. past really quickly use so well they they just call it the charging system yeah charging system yeah so he removed uh, he that replaced it because um it would go it, it on s2 like a friend of mine had an s2 and he said that's one of the things that gave him problems is that the whole charging system would go so they had replaced that and it was he opened it up it was new enough so i was like no that's it's, it's fine now that wasn't in zimbabwe though zimbabwe it was a i i i used only second night experience i've had was with um Sam Levy's, um, the flea market that happened on Sundays, if that's, that's still a thing. And I haven't done a flea market uh, trading games. That was for PSP, PS2, PS3. Yes. Uh, oh, man, you're taking me back when you mentioned PSP. Yeah. But I, remember doing, I remember, like, those experiences are not good because, like, if you're new, they will take advantage of you. Like that's just standard fare, and haggling. You have to haggle your prices. Like you shouldn't accept the price they're giving, especially when, you know, I, I never got the economics of, um, I will trade you in a good game for a less price than you're selling it a new game. Like I'm just like, or I'll give you two newish games, like recent games for one, you know, new new work game or a different game. <laughs> I, I never got the. The, the, the economics behind that but again flea market prices are just murder it's it's so those experiences were never good because you'd be a mark from the beginning and they'll know they could take advantage of you up until you got up to speed and by that time yeah you couldn't really do much about it um so, i do so, remember trading in sorry ah uh, so i was actually going to say like interesting that you mentioned that so maybe my good experience was because i was getting taken advantage of <laughs> so I would pay the higher prices and in the end still end up having like a working thing. But they knew it, okay, this guy is willing to end up not going into the economics to figure out what he, is this a good deal? So, hey, let's give him things that work. And he keeps giving us um, cash. Oh, man, mm-hmm. you had to bring that up. It could have been the case. You never know. Because I, I was, I always like with anything in the flea market. So I'm getting anything from the flea market except for my book guy who's, He's my rider die. That guy has never cheated me once. And it's his, his prices are fair. Um, mm-hmm. Everybody else, I feel like I'm being charged 10 bucks too much. Okay. Like, I feel like, okay, this is 10 bucks too expensive. In my head. Like, that's, 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 the, that's the energy I walk into when I haggle the price, of course. Because their markups would be insane from, from, from the amount, from the prices they get the stuff actually at. So that's the one technique I've, 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 I've gone to is that, yeah, I'm not going to buy for that price. So I don't believe it costs that much. Um, I remember one time I saw, was it a, Earlier this year, I don't remember. FIFA 20 was going for like about 70 bucks. I'm like, nah, that that is not even in my head. That is overpriced. <laughs> so I was like, nah, I'm good. Um, so yeah, you can you can try haggle with them. That's probably the, the best way to, to go. If, if you're new into the whole flea market stuff, just pretend like you're being overcharged is probably the best way to go with almost anything. And some of them will budge on prices, some of them won't. But if you push... Like I almost got an Xbox 360 controller um, for 15 bucks, which is the actual prices you're charging at the time. Like I can only do half. And at the time, I didn't even have the 15 bucks. I, was, I just wanted to see if I could just nail this down because I really need the controller. So the next time I go there, I'm like, yeah, no, I, you last time you said 15 bucks, um, which that's around about the price because it's it's what it's two generations old now, so it, it shouldn't really be that expensive. So yeah. 
there ends my story. And Mr. Ed. Oh, well, uh, yeah, so, man, well, it started off rough. That's what I can say. Like, I, I don't think I had as glamorous a start as you guys. Um, so, so, yeah. <laughs> so, so, how it all started. Don't I had, tell uh, me. Not... Don't tell man. me you walked away with a brick. <laughs> like a little yeah, brick wa- in a box. Uh, well, that's the thing. It wasn't that bad, <laughs> but it, it was, was bad. bad. <laughs> it was, it was a bad, bad brick. <laughs> oh, okay. So, so yeah, and it was Avondale as well, which is very interesting. So, uh, looks like we all started our our shits. Oh, Valentine started at Sam Levy, but yeah, pretty much everyone else started at Avondale. So, um, I had an X two, and I was I was thinking of upgrading, and I wanted what I would what I would say a smartphone or a smartphone phone. Um, so, hey, for that time, BlackBerry was still hot. So my sights were set on a BlackBerry, but not just all these ordinary BlackBerry curves and bolds that everyone had. I wanted something different, something that everyone else didn't have, something that if people saw, they'll be like, ooh, that's cool, that's different. And so, I went in looking for a BlackBerry, um, BlackBerry Torch, which was the version of BlackBerry with just a, a full touch display, a full screen display. It didn't have any, it did have buttons, but like just a couple of them, like the BlackBerry button, the button to hang up and the button to call, I think. Those were the only buttons on the front. Very fancy phone at the time. And mm-hmm. so, and so, yeah, I did. I bumped into this dude. This dude is like, um, what phone you need? I told him the phone that I need. And he was like, huh, that phone, I don't have it here, but let me go get it for you. Just stay here. So he went, then he came back with it. And he's like, yeah, there's the phone. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And, you know, because you're like so innocent. So like I, I actually like came with my phone because I was like, probably when you're selling your phone, they want everything. So I went with like my phone, I went with the charger and the box that it came with. So it was like a complete thing. Even the, did I take the earphones? I think the earphones, I I threw them in the box as well. I was like, I'm sending this phone brand new, man. Who did that like after that? (laughs) (laughs) And I I show the dude and then the dude is like, ah, okay, cool. And then I had like 20 bucks on top. So I was like, yeah, so it's my X2, the whole kit and 20 bucks on top he's like ah yeah 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 cool uh this phone is all right everything works it's just that it's out of juice so you may need to charge it you know they're just on the display people are playing with them so they run out of juice so yeah as soon as you charge it it'll be right i'm like oh makes sense right yeah it makes sense made sense i was like yeah it's fine and i went home with it and i charged it for a while (laughs) and nothing happened then because it's you're still excited you're like dude i got a new phone i can't wait to start playing with it um yeah nothing happened then i ended up um leaving it on the charge overnight woke up the next morning nothing then i thought it was a brick the bad kind um but then i was looking at it from a certain angle and it looked like there were some faint lines on the display and when i 
touched the display, these the pattern that these faint lines were making changed. So I was like, ah, okay. So it looks like this thing is actually on and it's working. It's just that um, it doesn't, um, yeah, the screen is dead. And funny thing is, as black as it was with unrecognizable lines, I managed to figure out how to play music on it. So uh, yeah, I popped in a memory card and I would just play music with it. So it was <laughs> so like the MP3 play of the lung. I, I don't even know. I don't even know, even up to now, I don't even know how I did it because I just knew I'll press it once, it'll have this pattern. I'll press it again, it'll have this pattern. And then when I press this part, it'll start playing music. But mm. I couldn't see what I'm doing at all. And so for, the, for, for like, I think for a couple of weeks, I just used it as a music player before I then sold it to some guys at... Uh, Zimex Mall. At the time, Zimex Mall still existed. It wasn't a car park like what it is yeah. now. Oh man, <laughs> history like on the like that was you the, know? Like, I, I think Zimex was the dangerous one compared to Avondale. It was like, yeah, that's that's yeah. Apparently, Zimex was chaos. Eh? It was it was more chaotic than Avondale. So, but yeah, I was like, hey, at least I'm not buying anything there, so it's fine. <laughs> Let me just sell this thing. So you never looked for the guy who, who sold it to you in the first place? Couldn't find him. I looked for him, then I couldn't find him. Oh, I don't wow. know, I couldn't find him because I didn't remember his face that well or he literally just changed changed like uh, tables or something. And then but the yeah. guy who you sold it at, he he knew, or yeah, he could tell. Oh yeah, he knew. I like told him, I was like, dude, everything's fine. I can even play music, but the screens did and he was like yeah i can replace the screen for like 60 bucks and i'm like uh i ain't got no Do money. I still have- <laughs> yeah i didn't have the money you know i was i was too broke for that mm-hmm. so so yeah so it was it sucked because then i became phoneless for a while um then i started using started using my mom's old phone this nokia 5000 um yeah it was it was back to the stone ages um but that was my first experience with like buying something secondhand it was intense but it didn't deter me i mean i was like hey i mean um now i know so <laughs> next time they will get me but not with the same trick so let me try it again which is um which is what i did um uh, and yeah, over time, I then ended up started finding places where the sellers felt a bit more legit, a bit more helpful, and ended up finding one or two that I actually trusted. So, yeah, it became from then on, it just became a much better experience buying second end stuff. But there is always that moment when your heart's beating, when you're asking yourself, is this not stolen? <laughs> If it is, how long do I have till <laughs> till the feds come knocking? And, yeah, so and so, so that's like <laughs> one of the reasons why I shied away, you know, from from continuing buying secondhand phones because that's yeah, I don't want that experience. Eh? You get a phone, especially if it's a phone that you really wanted, you instantly yeah. get attached, like instantly. And the next thing, Tawana, what do you, you, know, you are using this phone <laughs> and it's 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 registered by someone else. They reported that it's stolen, and you're just oh, sitting yeah. there and you're like, ah, ah, 
I didn't steal it. it, but I have it. I bought it. Okay, and yeah, uh, I don't. Yeah. I, uh, I never uh, want that. Uh, that one is tricky, and it's it's a it's a very tricky one because that is what the secondhand market is. Um, you'll find out that a bunch of people that are selling secondhand devices, um, some of them might actually be stolen. And mm. you you get into those you either get into problems where um, where the feds will come looking for you because the phone was actually reported and it was being tracked, or sometimes you are what I would say kind of lucky that is it's not stolen or it's not reported. So in that event, it has some kinks to it, like. Um, if it's an iPhone, probably it's iCloud locked. So the moment you try to probably put in your line or to try and reset it um, so that you set it up with your own, you know, a fresh start with your own details, it yeah. uh, asks you for the previous owner's details so that you can like iCloud unlock it. And yeah, you now have to find the previous owner. That's if you can. <laughs> Uh, so that they can unlock the device for you. Otherwise, you can't use it. But uh, then aren't there people who are, like, who are like specialize in, in unlocking iPhones? Because I've been by Zimpost and it seems to be like there are people who deal with, with that. Yeah, so you, you, you can unlock the iCloud lock thing. Uh, it's just that the solutions are... One, very complex, so you need to have a very good understanding of how to do it. And then the second one is it, it's a paid service. So, um, yeah, you'll need to fork out some reasonable amount of money for you to get it unlocked, which, mm-hmm. yeah, sometimes it can be too much considering probably the value of the actual Apple device that you would have got. I mean, for I think for devices like iPhone 6s and lower, it, it's not worth it because it's almost the value of the phone. Um, but yeah, uh, there are people who can do it and it's possible. But uh, yeah, it's most likely going to be a matter of uh, them contacting Apple so that they do it for them or someone they know at Apple if there is or they do what they call jailbreaking, which is basically removing most of the security features of the device, just so that it stops asking for that iCloud um, account. Um, So yeah, you will get all the features working again, but you may find uh, some issues trying to set up your own iCloud for whatever it is that you wanna set up. So something to Keep in mind. So going back to, to the issue of talking about, <clears throat> about phones being stolen. So is there anything someone can do um, to, have, to figure out if a phone was stolen or not? It's tricky. So there is really no platform where you can just go in, put in the phone's IMEI number or IMEI number and check if it's not stolen or if it is stolen. Like, there is no database for such. Um, so it's pretty much just try, just ensuring that the, 
the store you are buying from or the person you are buying from is someone authentic. So for example, from flea markets, you can just, um, my, my go-to place has been a place where the people who are selling the devices are wearing branded uh, clothing that has the brand of their shop. So at least you know that these guys are a bit more uh, deliberate about them selling these devices. And so they wouldn't really be too keen on selling something that's stolen. And you'll also see from the measures they take when you're, let's say, trading in your phone. So if you bring in your phone, they're going to take your phone's IMEI number, note it down. And then the phone they give you, they're also going to note down the IMEI number so that at least if there are any issues with um, the phone that they sold you, at least there is record of it in their books. And then if also there is any issues with the phone that you um, traded in with them, uh, they will also have the details that they can use to, to follow it up. So it's sort of ways that you can use to kind of safeguard yourself from that, um, but not necessarily a foolproof way of not buying a, a a phone that's been stolen. So yeah, it's at least it's better than nothing. Yeah, um, better than nothing. I hope, but I guess it's a hard problem to solve. But if someone manages to solve that, like a database where you can just go there, enter an IME number and it tells you um, hot or cold. Um, but yeah, <laughs> that'll, that'll be cool. Uh, and then Rafaro's new phone is hot. It's been stolen from, <laughs> you know, from, from a warehouse somewhere. <laughs> that'll be interesting. Oh yeah, that'll be interesting. Yeah, it's so funny because like in, in India, they're actually working on, on something like that, hey? So like a database where um, every device that goes onto any Indian uh, network goes onto like the national IMEI data database. So at least if it's like that, then probably the government might have a website where you can just check an IME an IMEI number before you buy a phone and just do a quick search to see if it is owned or not, if it's reported stolen or not. You know, so. Yeah, it's possible to have that. We just don't have it yet in Zimbabwe. So what are the chances of it? Okay, if we do get it in Zimbabwe, I shouldn't say what are the chances. If we do get it in, in Zimbabwe, how effective do you think that a system like that would be? Um, because it's some of people like me who are very, I'd rather let the phone be stolen than let the government have any more of my phone's details. Mm. I, I, I think, I think it'll be, it'll be fun to have as an, uh, what you call that for, for the purposes of like having an, an API for it. So for example, um, uh, something that will be very useful for e-commerce platforms that would want to engage in selling, uh, secondhand phones. So, um, whatever phone it is that you're going to bring in onto the platform, you just type your IMEI number and it automatically will show you if the phone is clean or not. And um, if it is clean, then it's listed on the e-commerce store. 
if it isn't, then yeah, you're told that, hey, uh, you might want to find the owner of this or bring it to such and such a place where we will uh, take it and send it to the owner or something. So um, yeah, I think it'll be exciting in, in such a space like that. So who will hypothetically have the, the registry of the role? So would you have to, when you purchase a phone, register the IM, IA or EI number with the person you're selling it or you do that yourself online? Like it would be something where you say, oh, this is my phone. You register it online. Mm. Mm. I think when you like, when you like get it, if it's clean, it's some, I, I don't know how exactly it's, it's, it's working in India at the moment. Um, but uh, it should be a case whereby whenever there is a new owner for that device, because like um, your, you, all your details are on your SIM card, right? Like your name, your ID number and the like. So it'll just be cross-referencing your, your phone number and the details that are associated with it, with that IMEI number. And if there is a difference in those, then probably you can register as a new owner of that device. And the data for that particular IMEI number will be updated. So yeah, hopefully that will be a new setup an automatic new setup rather than you having to enter the details yourself every time you get a new phone. Interesting. So earlier on, you mentioned that there are, there are people who wear the, I'm tempted to say regalia, but the, the branding <laughs> of. Oh man, dude. Like, no. Either we're bad branded English attire, or something. Branded but... attire. <laughs> Yeah, company outfit or something like you know uniform or something. Yes. <laughs> okay, so they wear like a, 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 a I don't know a detail shirt or it's, it's branded, right? Do you have any stores that you know or that you can say with some degree of trust? Now, guys, please don't attack it if you then get duped by these people. But it's just <laughs> where you you've dealt with before and you're like, no, listen, I can trust. I can recommend these people to say, you know, if you're gonna buy something second, you can do it definitely from there. Oh yeah. So yeah, like generally buying secondhand stuff is always is always tricky. I mean, it's not even a case whereby your seller wants to um hoodwink you into buying something that's defective or stolen or whatever. It's the secondhand market. Some stuff might just decide to give up the ghost whilst it's in your hands. But um there are some guys that are that I have bought from for a long time now and that seemed to be reliable the one that i can remember distinctly is guys called bg electronics i think they have a they have a shop at uh, zimpost mall and they must have another shop as well at kwame Nkrumah mall um there they sell smartphones they they sell accessories um i mostly frequent there to get accessories like uh, data cables that are supercharged compatible because I use a Huawei and um, and smartphone cases, just um, quality cases to just wrap your smartphone around as well as yeah the usual tempered glasses and stuff. So 
they I like their quality and I like how they do their business. And so they're the guys I usually go to whenever I'm buying devices. Um, but yeah, if I remember any of the other guys' names, because I just remember the faces, <laughs> I don't remember the actual shop and what it's called. So if I do recall some of them, I'll just put them in the description. But yeah, um, those are the ones I know. BG Electronics. Awesome. So if, if you get duped, you know what to call. Call them up in any of the groups. <laughs> I'll be like, I said no such thing. No such thing. Plead <laughs> uh, the fifth. Oh, yeah. So, Rafara? Hi. Yes, I'm a developer. Um, so, yeah, just helping someone with customer support. Um, uh, so, I, if you if you want, you can hear my keyboard going. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, I, I think I was doing that at some point. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. I actually, I, I actually have a question. Hmm. Um, when's my when's my present coming? What present? I don't know what you're talking tower. about. What tower? Yeah, do you still have to go through? First is Xiaomi, now it's now it's Rivaro. <laughs> now it's Rivaro, you know, the, they're all just giving you a hard time. Mm-hmm. Don't give the man a hard time. Give the man a tower. Do you hear that, Rivaro? A brand <laughs> new one, not something second hand. We'll about to take something second hand at this point, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I'm actually thinking of getting one as well. Um, uh, but I think I'm going to start with the monitor because, well, yeah, power is going to be a bit of an issue, but not for a monitor. I feel like the whole process of building your own computer is just so satisfying. So I want to do that. I want to build it. You're alone in that, that, to be honest. But I want to film it as well. I mean, I think it'll be cool. It'll be super cool. Yeah. No, you're alone in that. You will. I will not be watching. That's the one video you make I will not watch. I'll be like, I refuse to watch this. You refuse to watch this man building a machine. Uh-huh. Uh, but it's it's really it's really good fun, though. Um, I mean, if it dies, you understand where, where it died, hopefully. And... Uh, how it died, uh, double hopefully. <laughs> but otherwise, yeah, it's, I want it. I want to do it. No, I hope you get a chance to do that um, because it'll be interesting to watch. Because I've only seen like I don't know what the channel was called, but it was a while back before someone building a, a computer. It looks they didn't explain too many of the steps, so it was it wasn't a speed run as such. But it was. I would have liked a little bit of explanation in the middle. A few things that I was confused ah. about. So when you do it, please make it an essay, a video essay. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Yes. I'll make it an essay. I'll, I'll try and do it in a similar manner to the one I did when I took apart my laptop to like upgrade some bits. So yeah, mm. if you haven't watched that yet, make sure you watch it on Tegzim's YouTube channel. I try as much as I can to be detailed. 
he does all right. He's all right. Yeah. He's all right. <sighs> <laughs> what are we talking about? Oh, uh, the computer is supposed to be getting. What computer? Uh, let's get back <laughs> on track. Yeah, we're talking about gadgets. Uh, yeah, let's get back on track. You're talking about company uniform, some stuff, and GGG. Not regalia. What's this thing about regalia? Why do you hate the word regalia? Like, it's, it's, it's exactly what it means. If you're very regalia aligned with a certain company, or the word I'm using there is company, it's still called regalia. <laughs> I see. You're playing it uh, safe now, are we? <laughs> Um, but yeah, so so I don't know uh, what other things should like someone keep an eye out when when they're when they're buying a second hand device. Uh, I guess other than the uh, other than the obvious of is it turning on? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a low blow, man. <laughs> that's a low blow. No, but but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, that's how I got duped the first time that I decided to try this thing. I didn't turn it on. But I didn't bother turning it on because the guy was like, no, don't worry. It is not charged. But yeah, like, if you're buying something secondhand, never accept that excuse that it's not charging. It doesn't have any battery, so it just needs to charge because that doesn't work. Try and charge it and see if it actually turns on and wait for it till it turns on. And once it is turned on, um, yeah, you got to ensure that um, uh, certain functions are working. So the basics are like calling. So just try calling someone and then see if they can hear you and you can hear them. That usually means that the mics and the earpieces are working. And then from there, you can then test if it actually is charging. So just plugging it in and seeing if it's, if it's charging, then from there, you can check out stuff like uh, Bluetooth, stuff like Wi-Fi, um, see if that is working. Um, so with, with like Bluetooth, it's, yeah, it's easy. You just turn Bluetooth on, see if it's detecting any other Bluetooth devices around you. If you're going to buy something in town, there are probably going to be a bunch of Bluetooth devices that are just randomly on everywhere. So if it doesn't pick one, not even one, that'll be tricky. Same goes for Wi-Fi. A lot of Wi-Fi is around. Um, if it doesn't pick up any Wi-Fi, then that's a bit of a problem. Um, then the other one is just ensuring that um, the device is not still um, attached to the previous owner. So for example, for Android devices, um, the newer ones come with this thing called factory reset protection or FRP locking. So basically what it does is if the previous owner decides to sell their phone and they do not remove their account from that phone, it will refuse to be factory reset. So if you decide to then factory reset it, it'll then ask you for the previous owner's details so that you can do that. And if you don't have them, then you can't reset it and you'll have to use it with whatever details or info that is there. Uh, I think with Apple devices, the same goes for that. They have an iCloud lock, so make sure it doesn't have that. Otherwise, you'll need to jailbreak it, which is essentially removing all of Apple's security features so that you can get to use the phone. Um, 
then uh, I think that's pretty much it. If um, if all those are good and they check out, then it should be a clean device. <laughs> you can go on and uh, enjoy. The term is it should be a clean device. It should be a clean device. Yeah, it should be a clean device. <laughs> people can get crafty up in there. And uh, yeah, that won't be that won't be too swell. All right. So, for example, you said they'll, you'd have to jailbreak the phone. So, how do you know the phone you're buying has been, or you know, someone who's doing this for the first time buying an iPhone mm. or uh, iOS device? How do they? How can they tell if the phone has been jailbroken? If, that, if that's the correct term. Oof, um, actually, not sure how. Um, so, I think. I think um, you might have some issues with like syncing your iCloud, uh, but I'm not too sure if uh, that is one of the features of a phone that's been jailbroken. Uh, but yeah, um, I'm not too familiar with Apple devices, so I'm not 100% sure how you can see that one has been jailbroken. Um, yeah. Uh, but for Android devices, the equivalent of that would be routing, which, which is a tricky one because usually if phones are routed, some stuff doesn't work properly or doesn't work at all. And usually what, what dies when phones are routed is your, uh, your network. Your phone will not detect any network when you put in a SIM card. And the Wi-Fi usually also goes as well as the... Um, as well as the Bluetooth. Then in some cases, uh, it's the camera. So the camera just doesn't launch. <laughs> it just, <laughs> yeah, it, it doesn't work. So, so yeah, like it's, it's cool to just do a rundown of, of those things, the commonly used features on the phone, the ones that would really suck if they didn't work and see if they actually work and you'll be good to go. But um, from from the people that I've bought secondhand devices from, I haven't come across any device that has been um, that has been rooted. But then it might be the type of devices that I usually buy, which are not easy to root. Uh, so yeah, that's tricky. But I've seen a bunch of like devices uh, flooding the markets that are rooted and end up giving fake specs like a phone that I know came with a maximum of 16 gigs of internal storage, all of a sudden has 64 gigs. That's, uh, uh, that's one of the results of routing. Phones can be told stuff that they aren't. And yeah, a couple of those phones have been the popular devices like your Huawei Mate 7s, a bunch of those, a bit of Huawei Mate 8s, and a lot of like Huawei Honor five devices uh, they've been coming in rooted so they work but they'll be showing fake specs and um, they have a tendency of losing mobile networks uh, mobile network settings when you reset them and you can't get them back it just stops reading sim cards so yeah those are some of the devices and some of the things that you, you'd want to look out for. Um, pretty much on routing, I'd say um, 
go with someone who really knows the device or who really knows smartphones in general so that at least they can help you vet the device before you buy it because yeah you might just buy a brick it works but not in the way that you want it to <laughs> so as you learned firsthand all these hinges on the phone turning on so <laughs> first thing you should check is does it turn on not like in a funny way but like yeah if it doesn't have battery don't take it like wait until Never. you can turn it on and test everything otherwise yeah it'll be a bad story yeah but yeah definitely uh, interesting so you see it's laborious work you were just explaining this whole checklist i'm just like oh man now I have to, every time I go buy a second-hand phone, I have my book with me, and then I create a new column. I'm like, okay, today we're taking a look at this device. Does it turn on? Okay, yes. Um, is the Wi-Fi working? Okay. Is it rooted? Okay, this, 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 this. It's like, hmm. All for you to buy a phone. Too much work. Too or much. maybe I'm just lazy. That's also a thing. <laughs> like, I have yeah. just lazy. Option two. <laughs> well, I know why you're saying that, um, but yeah. <laughs> Would you like to share uh, the audience? Yeah, yeah, your tower thing. Uh, oh, yes, Flip. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> you win. Yeah. You I said it. I, I acknowledged the existence of some form of tower. Mm, yeah. <laughs> walked right into that one yeah and i realized at the moment i said the word i was like rufaro like no i was supposed to say the thing that soars to the sky Uh, yeah speaking of that actually um that's part of one of the things that you wanted to get uh, unfortunately didn't get um has that list changed Uh, um for me uh yeah uh, when I get my tower from Ufara, then we'll cross the tower off the list, but it's, it's it's on the list. Um, the trade-up was either getting a console or the tower. And since Ufara was kindly donating one to me, you know, I, I don't worry about that. Uh, another thing was a monitor, because again, Ufara was turning out to be my, my arch nemesis. You know, laughed at my, yes, what, what's up with the retro monitor? Because I got an HP... 1702 it's yeah it's, it's pretty old but it did it, it, it worked it, uh, okay i know goods it's just flat but it's old <laughs> it's not one of those uh, <laughs> um ctr crt i'm not sure what they called yeah but it's, it's, it's pretty old it's from the um i think it's from two like late 2000 though no, early 2010 um i just yes. pulled it from sorry i just realized something so so it collects coins you collect books right yeah. you know what i can collect retro tech so don't sell your monitor to anyone else except me okay wow i need something I, thought to collect. I collected retro tech wait no dude you can't take everything you've got <laughs> coins now you want to take retro tech like what will i collect then i need to have something to collect okay i need um you can do books i mean books is a wide area like in books yeah I'll, I'll probably do that either way actually um to buy hard copy books and yeah collect i don't know if i'll go as extreme as you because you like you you make sure that it's like an edition from a particular year or something 
older the better. That's what I'm mm. saying. Older, better. Because I'm really, 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 really old books. But that's beside the point. My list actually does include a number of books which are on my list, which are the one thing that I impulse buy without even thinking. And I can actually calculate with the amount of money I spent on books this year. I may have been able to buy myself something nicer, like a towel. <laughs> wow, it's that. It's like that. Yeah, it's that bad. Oh man. And some of them I've actually read, but I just wanted the hard cover of it. That's how sad this is. So yeah. So as far as your list, that's it. Just a monitor yep, um, and and that's all. That's all, yeah. Uh, probably. Oh, this is one of the things. Oh, oh yeah. Um. Uh, a steering wheel, um, uh, a Thrustmaster is, is, is what I need oh. to name So I should say, yeah. I'm not sure which one, but I want the one with haptic feedback um, simply because I want to play a, a set of course I've been so behind. Uh, the last time I played was a couple of years ago um, when I had a steering wheel, so now I want a Thrustmaster. Yeah, so I can play a set of course. No, I didn't have a steering wheel, I had an Xbox controller. It was weird, but yeah. The, the, the steering will make it a lot better. Interesting. Man, mm. man, funny thing you should say that. Because like I downloaded Grid, well, it finished downloading yesterday, I think. Yes, yesterday. Oh, and, uh, oh man, no, I started downloading it. Man, when did I, <laughs> when did I start? <laughs> I started downloading it way back. I think five or so days ago, that's when I started. Because, yeah. Uh, we on that ADSL life and it ain't good. It ain't good. Um, but yeah, like it, it took its time, all 54.2 gigs of it. And uh, it finally landed. So yeah, uh, I would really want to use like a steering wheel on it. I think it would motivate me to use a steering wheel and like pedal shifters. Because I am a manual driver when I'm driving in games. That's how I get there's fast a, lap times. There's a guy who actually has a proper shifter. I think it's a sequential. Um, oh, word? Yeah, I'll try to look for the video and I'll send it to you. Like He actually hooked up um, a sequential style thing and, and, uh, an, and an electronic handbrake. Um, he also has got handbrake, shifter, and pedals. So I'll try to see the video where he did it and I'll send it to you. Like that is that is the setup goal. Like those are setup goals. I have like a, a shit Yeah, setup. I'll I'll save some of those for my man cave. Coming soon to a house near me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like yeah, my list my list is my list has expanded. So so yeah, there was a bunch of stuff. Uh I had a Huawei Watch GT2 or GT Pro, depending on which one drops price quicker. Um, I don't know if last time I mentioned an Xbox One controller, but yeah, that's still on the list if I mentioned it last time. And um, a monitor, 27 inches or more, um, because uh, yeah, I need some real estate when editing the fancy videos that I give you guys. And uh, what's new? What's new now is um, I need to then add a a uh, desktop to that monitor, and probably the monitor would grow in size again. But yeah, we'll we'll leave that for when it happens. Uh, build one desktop, 
then I also want to sort out a smart home system. So gonna need some bunch of smart sensors. I don't know yet if I'm gonna warm up to a smart speaker because the problem I've had with, especially the Amazon ones, cause like Amazon is better for home automation than Google Assistant in my own eyes. I think they are, the Amazon Alexa app supports a bunch more smart home appliances than uh, Google Home, but yeah, we'll, we'll uh, Google, however, has better sounding speakers. Google Home speakers have better sound quality. So that is a factor for a guy like me. So still thinking of what hub will be. Probably I'll leave the speaker part for later and just use the app. But smart home system, definitely some sensors, maybe some cameras and... Uh, probably some some automatic switches for for some appliances, and uh, that'll complete my wish list. <sighs> your list, My list, my huh? list was just one thing: um, headphones, um, open back headphones. Um, Sennheiser HD 6XX. I'm not sure if they're still there, actually. Um, they're the... Oh, that reminds I actually forgot. My list had headphones as well. Uh, Sony WH-1000XM4s. Yes. Mm. It's a long name. How could you, how could you forget necessary. those? Though? Yeah, well, it's because they've, they've been running away from me for so long, you know, starting to think it's not meant to be. But I will not accept Oh, flip. Them. Yeah, so they're still there. So I can pre-order another drop. So uh, I can only buy them from Mass Drop. Uh, okay, now Drop, Chete. They used to be called Mass Drop. But this company in the US. Oh, nice. Um, so they, like, make my custom, uh, not custom, but, like, you, they can take a headphone from, like, a manufacturer like Sennheiser and then create a different, like, alternative version of that headphone. Uh, with some tweaks that they would have done. So I want to get this one. And the next drop is happening um, on 31, 31 January. So a month a month to go. So yeah, 2021, May. I don't think so, actually. <laughs> oh, man. Adulting is hard. Um, but yeah, um, so those headphones. But then as you were speaking now, I was like, okay, there are a couple of stuff that I might actually want to get, particularly the smart home um stuff so yeah i could do that to do some automation because i do have a raspberry pi um but i it's kind of not being used for anything um it was being used before but that's another story um so yeah might might go into that as well buy some smart home stuff hook it up to to the house um connected to a raspberry pi do some automation stuff that would be like super cool so thank you very much, Ed. Um, my expenses um, sheet just increased in in in, a, yep. in conversation. That's how we do it, man. That's how we do it. The shopping list never ends. Never ends. All you can do is maintain how long it is. <laughs> mm. Oh man, is there a second hand? Oh um, man, so the 
Ah, I was going to ask you, there's Second a market what? for market for marketplace for headphones. Huh. Like not the yeah, like not just any headphones, but these, these type of headphones. headphones that we buy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the enthusiast headphones. Yeah, yeah. So I've only seen. I think I've only seen Amazon. So Amazon like sells these um, certified renewed uh, headphones. Um, I think that's the only place locally. Nah, I haven't seen any place like for enthusiast type headphones. It's either you're buying them brand new or not buying them at all. So, yeah. Yeah. But so on Amazon. I, yep. I think probably and, that'll be something. Um, yes, but still dicey. But maybe, maybe that's why I'd buy um second hand. But I think this is just because of them. Hey, Kuti, it's just hard <laughs> to not to trust people, but. When it comes to secondhand, like selling, things can be very sketchy, like what we're talking about, but it's really about trust. I think out there, mm. I would be more like comfortable buying something from someone else because that's how you have on a, on a Craigslist, right? On a eBay and where people are selling yeah. um, their secondhand devices and people actually buy. And yeah, of course, sometimes you still end up in the same situation of you buy something that's not working and or someone scams you or GGG. Um, but yeah, plus I guess maybe the other thing also is good. Yeah, it's a face-to-face thing. control measures. So for example, if it's by buying on eBay, you pay and then the device comes to you. And then there's kind of like a grace period, I guess, uh, where you can say, but ah, no, and, you know, I'm not satisfied with, with the purchase. And all this time, eBay would be holding the funds. Um, and then they release oh, them yeah. to, to, to the seller. Uh, versus in this case, you give the person the money. The moment you walk out the door as, yeah, uh, from first hand experience, <laughs> they can literally <laughs> just disappear off the face of, of the earth. And there's no way you can find them. So maybe it will change probably for me as well if those like sort of like challenges were solved um, locally where it's now mm. using like the tech that's there to have this hold funds type of scenario of, yeah, I, I pay you, but it's held by this third party that we both trust. And then once I see that the device is good and I'm happy with it, then this third party will give you your money. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Valentine. Hi. Have you gone already for New Year's? Um, yeah, about to leave. Uh, okay. <laughs> so I, I, I guess uh, you have closed the podcast there because you're going for New Year's and we all have to go for New Year's now. You know, New Year's for me is sitting in the living room, watching TV, and getting moderately drunk. Uh, what are you watching? <laughs> At you. <laughs> the enthusiasm in, in, in your voice when you said that you're like, I'm like, okay, what's you know, that's like? That's like saying, I'm watching the news, like news, <laughs> like, like, like 90% of my YouTube viewing these days is just news. Like, the news is amazing, learn a lot of things. Uh, uh, like, the document is on. I guess we need to start a, a GoFundMe for you, hey, for that tower and the Thrustmaster steering wheel. 
yes, yes. can I use yeah what what you consider to be fun mm. I worry about you now but you see has you now bought it for me when you needed it you know for Christmas we would be having this conversation but since you didn't yeah <laughs> Yeah, not gonna let it slide. Not one bit. Uh, all right, um, cool guys. Uh, it was cool talking with you. Um, thank you to everyone for listening and happy New Year's. Apparently, Valentine says you can say that up until the 15th of January, right? Yep, it's legal in my head. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, dude, what do you mean it's legal in your head? I made the law up in my head. Uh, so after the 15th, I will not accept a happy new year. I'll be like, it's near my birthday. So you should say pre happy birthday, pre <laughs> Valentine's name day. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I look for it. Spend that. I'll put it on Twitter. You guys can vote on it. All right. I'll see you. Do cool. it. Peace out. Goodbye. Also, everybody, everybody, DM Rafaro on Twitter or any social media and say Valentine needs a towel. We need this to trend in his DM so he does this. All right, guys. Bye. Ah. Ah. <laughs>